Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following is transcribed Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, breaking off his search for young Jimmy Olsen, Superman returns to the Daily Planet in his guise of Clark Kent, where he checks with girl reporter Lois Lane. What about the police, Lois? Have Inspector Henderson's men picked up Jim's trail? I just talked to him, Clark. He told me his men have had no luck either. Oh, what about my private detective pal, Candy Myers? Any word from him? Nothing, Clark. Oh, dear. What are we going to do? Oh, I don't know, Lois. I'm afraid we'll never see Jim again. Once upon a time, many, many years ago, gang, a young prince misbehaved. His father, the king, decided to punish him. Find a peasant boy of the prince's age, his majesty commanded. It is not seemly to whip his royal highness. So whip the peasant boy instead. Well, did you ever hear anything more stupid or ridiculous than that gang? Yes, that is actually how they disciplined royal princes hundreds of years ago. They appointed whipping boys whose patriotic duty it was to take it on the backside for some royal cluck. Then when the spanking was over, his royal highness probably felt fine and dandy. Goodness only knows how the whipping boy felt after being walloped for something he didn't do. Anyhow, the custom died out when people discovered it didn't make much sense. That is, it died out, and yet in a way it didn't die out. Because today some people are doing their darndest to keep that silly custom alive in another way. And that is, they try to pass the blame for their own shortcomings onto others. They see themselves, goodness knows why, as better than everybody else. So they look around for what we call whipping boys. Generally, what they have in mind is some minority group, people whose race or religious faith is different from theirs. Yes, it's so easy to take it out on the other fellow. Now, you know, that is neither sporting nor fair, nor for that matter does it make sense, because walloping somebody else's seat never gets at the seat of your own trouble. Don't you ever forget that. And now, the adventures of Superman. After getting two sensational newspaper scoops, which he believed were sent his way by a tiny bronze figure, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen consulted the genie again. Then he left the Daily Planet in a hurry. A short while later, Clark Kent discovered the statuette in his own desk. 
Then he found a miniature walkie-talkie radio receiver attached to the underside of his desk. Convinced that Jim's distant cousin, Abner Quinn, had used the genie and the walkie-talkie to lure the young reporter to his death, Kent contacted the police and then, in his true identity of Superman, began a desperate search for Jim. But meanwhile, Jimmy had arrived at the amusement park, which was closing down for the night. At the Tunnel of Fear, he was accosted by the turbaned Abdul, the man who had given him the genie. Abdul told the young reporter to enter a gondola, and standing in the stern with a long oar, sent the craft gliding down a narrow canal toward a long tunnel. Except for the two and the splash of Abdul's oar, all is dark, silent, and deserted. Say, Abdul, what is this new story I'm going to get? You will find out for yourself, Sahib, when we enter the tunnel up here. Boy, I can hardly wait. The genie said this scoop would even top the other two I got. Shushaya has been good to you, eh, Sahib? You're not kidding. I don't know how to thank you. Lower your head, Sahib. We are about to enter the tunnel. Oh, okay. Golly, it's dark in here. I can't see a thing. In a moment, when we enter the main portion of the tunnel, you will be able to see a little. A fluorescent substance in the walls provides a faint light. Say, you're right. I can see a little now. The ceiling's higher, too. Yes, I will not need my oar now. Well, where's my big story? You said I'd get it when we got into the tunnel. Yes, you are about to get it now. Oh, but I don't see it. Hey, what's the idea of the knife, Abdul? It's for you, cousin. Cousin? What are you talking about? You didn't know we were cousins, did you, Jim? Quit your kidding. I'm not kidding. Put that knife down, will you? You got away from me twice, you lucky little rat. At the explosion and last night at the bridge. I got away from you? But your luck has run out now. And this time I'm going to finish you. Hey, no. Wait, don't. Then we'll see who gets Uncle Lem's $10,000. What $10,000? <laughs> you must be crazy. Put that knife down. Sure, I'll put it down, all right. This way. Hey, no. Cut it out. You Cut can't get away from me, Miss Lem. I'm going to finish you. Clinging desperately to the turbaned man's wrist, Jimmy Olsen fights for his life in the dark tunnel. As slowly, the taller, stronger man forces the blade closer and closer to the desperate young reporter. <laughs> Meanwhile, unable to pick up Jimmy's trail, Superman has sneaked back to the Daily Planet. Resuming his guise of mild-mannered, bespectacled Clark Kent, he enters the long, dimly-lit city room, deserted at this late hour except for a telegrapher, a night city editor, and Lois Lane, who is concluding a telephone conversation as Kent approaches. Yes. Yes, I'll tell him when he gets back. Right. Goodbye. Hello, Lois. Oh, Clark, am I glad to see you. Listen, did you... I'll give it to you in a few words. I haven't been able to find Jim and neither have the police. I know, but... I'm still sure Abner Quinn is behind the genie routine, and I was hoping that Candy Myers would be able to pick up Quinn's trail, but so far... Wait, you'll be quiet a moment so I can tell you something. Tell me what. Candy Myers has picked up Abner Quinn's trail. He has? Yes, he just phoned in and said Quinn has been working for the last few days at the Riverside Amusement Park. Amusement Park? Yes, at the Tunnel of Fear. He dresses as as an Arab or something. Arab, of course. Candy's on his way out there now, but... So am I. I'll see him there. Be in touch with you later, Lois. Rocketing away from the Daily Planet, Superman is on his way to aid Jimmy Olsen, who at this moment in the dark, shallow waters of the Tunnel of Fear clings desperately to the powerful wrist of his turbaned opponent. Slowly but surely, the young reporter feels the power of his resistance running out. And now, with the long knife only scant few inches away from his chest, Jimmy hears his would-be murderer cry out, It's no use, my dear cousin. I'm going to finish you. Oh, no, you don't. I'll take that knife, Quinn. Superman, it's Superman. Let go, I'll kill you. Let me go with you. I think I'd better give you a sleeping pill. 
Oh, oh boy, Superman. He got here just in time. He was going to... I know, I know. But... It's all over now, Jim, so just relax. Come on now, up with you. And up with your money-mad cousin here. Jeepers. Is he really my cousin? Uh-huh. A distant cousin who would inherit $10,000 from a mutual uncle if you died. We're going to put him in a nice, cozy cell at the city jail. Come on, hang on, Jim. Here we go. Up, up, and away! What makes the genie rock like that, Mr. Kent? There's a tiny vibrator inside this little figure, Jim, that's set between two magnetic poles. And when you talk in its direction, the sound waves set the vibrator moving from pole to pole, and the genie rocks from side to side like it's doing now, until you pick it up, like this. See? Well, I'll be... What about the voice, Mr. Kent? I distinctly heard a voice coming from it. The voice was your cousin Abner talking on a walkie-talkie, Jim. A walkie-talkie? Yes, he attached a miniature walkie-talkie receiver to the underside of my desk here. Then he stood in that stair hall across the court, which overlooks this office. When he saw you make a wish to the genie, he just spoke into his transmitter and told you what to do. Oh, and I fell for it. Boy, am I dumb. Oh, don't feel too badly off. Oh, oh, there, there you are, Lucid, you, 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 you unspeakable word, you. Huh? Uh, take it easy, You Chief. stay out of this, Kent. But, Chief, look. And you too, Lois. Well, Olson, what have you got to say for yourself? Oh, not much, Chief, except I... Well, I'm just a dope, that's all. I should have listened to Mr. Ken in the first place. Is that so? Well, it's all over now. Abner Quinn is in jail. Oh, no, have... no, it's not all over. Not by a long shot. Oh, now, wait. Jim he... not only made a fool of himself, believing in that that superstitious Tommy Rot, but he made a fool of me, too. You? How did I? By getting me to double your salary. By making me brag about you all over the town, you... <laughs> and, oh, now, how am I going to face people? How can I tell them that my young genius of a reporter has been led on by a genie? <laughs> Got a wonderful headline for that story, Chief. Genie bites genius. Oh, I like that, Clark. Well, I don't. <laughs> and as for you, oh, Olson... Chief, I didn't... You're fired. Oh, now, look here, Chief. Let's not go that Now, be quiet. Quiet! I'll take no back talk from anyone. Olson is definitely through. <laughs> As Perry White glowers defiantly at the shocked members of his staff, Jimmy Olsen, his face pale, hangs his head and starts to walk out of the office. Is this really the end of the young reporter's career with the Daily Planet? We'll know in a moment when we return for the climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, friendship is a wonderful thing. It's a swell feeling to know that you have someone with whom you can pal around... Someone who'll share your troubles and your fun. Someone you like and trust, and who likes and trusts you in return. Yes, friendship helps to make life easier and more pleasant for us all. And you know, the best thing about it is that it's so easy to have. Friendship doesn't cost money, and it's available to everybody. Well, doesn't it seem strange to you, then, when such a wonderful thing as friendship can be had for the asking? That foolish people still persist in hating their neighbors? Now... No matter where you go in the world, from China to Hudson's Bay, you'll find that basically people aren't much different from one another. They all have about the same kinds of hopes, desires, troubles, and dreams that we have right here in America. It makes you think that perhaps many of the world's problems come up because people don't realize that. You see, practically everyone is willing to be your friend. If you'll just meet him halfway, what does it matter if he's of a different race or religion than yours? or whether he comes from another country, or whether he's richer or poorer than you. You know that nobody really is inferior to anyone else. 
Because you know that under God, we are all equal. So, fellas and girls, here's a thought for you to keep in mind. Friendship, which is a wonderful thing to have, is also a very easy thing to have. Try it and see. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Believing that Jimmy Olsen has deliberately perpetrated a hoax on the Daily Planet, Editor Perry White has just fired the young cub reporter from his staff. And now, as Jimmy White-faced starts to walk slowly out of the editor's office, Clark Kent comes to his defense. Just a minute, Jim. Look here, Chief. Isn't it true that Jim brought in two scoops? Well, yes, but... And didn't you say the Daily Planet circulation jumped considerably because of them? Yes, yes, but... Then Jim earned his raise, and then some. Even if he did do it by being a bit of a... Uh, well, uh... Oh, and say it, Mr. Ken. I'm a jerk. And besides, he's got a third scoop now. A story that's even bigger than the other two. Yes, eh? Hey, what do you mean, Mr. Ken? What is it, Carl? He helped capture Abner Quinn. What? The man who almost wrecked the subway and sewer system the other night. And who's had the police running in circles trying to find him. That's right. Don't you call that a scoop? Especially when Superman was involved, too. Yeah, how about that? Okay, okay, I know when I'm licked. Go out and write the story, Jim. You, you mean I'm not fired? No, not this time. But the next time you start talking about Gina. Oh, there won't be any next time. Believe me, I've learned my lesson. No more superstition. Well, it better not be. Now, get out of your typewriter, you, 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 you ninny. Yes, sir, Chief. I'm on my way. And take that, that, that confounded genie, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and so, laughing in hilarious relief, our friends see another exciting Superman adventure come to a happy close. <laughs> But unknown to them, a new and even more amazing adventure is looming for Superman and his friends. It has thrill, suspense, mystery, and you'll hear the first exciting chapter on Monday. So be sure to tune in again Monday, same time, same station, for more of The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a transcribed copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial, soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Adventure Parade, which follows in just a moment. And right after Adventure Parade, you will hear Tom Mix and his straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Well, this didn't quite live up to the previous zero, but I thought it was pretty good. It was had a good mystery. And even though it was over a relatively small matter of $10,000, it still worked out fine. I particularly did like the characterization of Clark Kent in this story. Though Perry White did overreact a bit. Though I don't know, it, it is... Uh, a bit uh, embarrassing and troublesome when you have a reporter on a great metropolitan newspaper taking advice from so-called genies. But Clark made a good case. Of course, even if Jimmy had been fired, he wouldn't have much concern immediately for money because of the $10,000 inheritance. Now, in his review of the serial, James Launce noted there were a few predictable moments, which I agree with. He also raised a concern 
with Perry White continuing to run the planet while also being a mayor of Metropolis and the potentials for conflict of interest and it doesn't even have time for both jobs. And it is kind of a confused situation. And we did see a little bit of a conflict of interest uh, when he... Uh, Jimmy had the story and Inspector Henderson wanted to arrest Jimmy to try and find out how he knew about the explosion and Perry let him uh, phone in the story, which benefited the newspaper that he also served as editor of. And I, I would agree, I think that maintaining both of these is a not very well thought out, but... Uh, I think it was more important for the writers of the show, rather than having something that would be realistic in terms of conflict of interest, to maintain those uh, relationships between Lois, Jimmy, Clark, and Perry. And if the show loses a bit of realism or it creates some problems if this were a real-life situation, then I guess they figured so be it. Alright, well, next Sunday we begin the very last Superman serial that's completely in circulation. In the meantime, if you do have a comment, send it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And remember to go to tiny.cc slash giveaway to pick up your copy of Tales of the Damn Night, as well as a whole variety of other superhero novels for free. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.